And so it doesn't matter what level of personal development you're doing, folks, and this is what I want to drive home, is you must constantly press yourself against challenges because you want to test your willpower, your discipline, and your integrity to yourself. You want to own it and not let it own exactly. you. What if I said there was another level of success that you can tap into that's going to give you a greater sense of impact, income, and significance? Hey, I'm Bedros Koulian, and that's Craig Ballantyne. Welcome to another episode of The Empire Show. And this episode is about how to tap into higher levels of success. Craigie, you and I have known each other for well over a decade now. Yes! And I got to say, when we were starting out as friends and business partners, I think we really started out thinking small, doing small ebooks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And today we're building empires. Yeah, man. And so there's certainly higher levels of success that we've tapped into. And there always will be. So I really want to share with our audience how they can, like, what took us a decade, how can they do this in three years? How oh, can man. they time collapse? In, right? Time collapses. So for me, I found this, that I was able to tap into higher levels of success as I got deeper into self-development, personal development, as I got more disciplined in my life and built structure, and that's thanks to you and your book, The Perfect Day Formula, and as I got more disciplined on my diet and nutrition. And the reason those three specific things is, I always say civilians, people who aren't entrepreneur, who clock in nine to five, they don't have to necessarily get the seven hours of sleep like we do. They don't have to eat right and work out, they should, but they don't deal with the level of stresses and decisions that we have to make, that you have to make, right? And so because of that, you have to be squared away with your diet, nutrition, and sleep. You have to be self-developed and personally developed to your highest level so that you can handle stress, you can handle the big decisions, the emotional roller coaster, the, the mental friction that comes with being an entrepreneur. Um, and so that's what I want to really tap into today. Or are there any hacks that you've used to develop quickly? Yeah, yeah. So most people are thinking, okay, what do I add into my life? B, what do I add? Well, here's the thing. If there's a higher level and you're not at it, yes, there are some things we're going to add. But let's talk about, well, what is stopping you mm -hmm. first? What is stopping you first? And you touched on a lot of them. And I think the biggest one, though, the biggest one that you maybe have just glazed over a little bit, is the people that you surround yourself with, yes. right? So classic, you're the average of the five people you spend your most, the most time with. Is that a cliche? No, it is Harvard research proven. If you spend time with overweight people, research shows you have a greater chance of becoming overweight. You hang around people that smoke, same thing. So here's the thing. Look at the toxic negative environments that you spend your time in. Look at the ambitions and goals and dreams and achievements and accomplishments of the people that you spend your time with. And if you are not going and spending time with people that make you uncomfortable in a good way, like I know when I spend time with you, with Joel, you guys are going to ask me questions where it's like, you're right, I got to do better, I got to do better. If you are not spending time with people like that, man, you got to change your surroundings. So that's one of the biggest things. Then it is also what are your bad habits in your life? Yep. What is the undisciplined approach you're taking hitting the snooze? Man, you're hitting the snooze. How many times have we said? What do you need to do? So I have this, uh, a bunch of clients now, they text me every day what time they get up. And that's not enough though, that's not enough. Because if we stop there, there's, okay, I screwed up. There's no consequence. If you wanna make a change, one of the things you have to have is a significant consequence. So 
you know, this one kid, he, and he literally is a kid, he's 27 years old, he lives in Taiwan, he's a client of mine, has had a couple hundred thousand dollar launches since he's been working with me, and he goes, okay, this is about two months ago, he said, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. every day, I'm going to shut my phone off at 9 p.m., I'm going to send you a message every day, and then he said one other thing that I totally forgot until I got this message in my email that said, you just donated $1,000 to Bernie Sanders. And I'm like, heck no, I did not, because I'm Canadian. Why would I do that? And, <laughs> and then I looked at it, and it was Daniel donated, because he said, if I don't get up at 6 o'clock every morning, I will donate $1,000 to Bernie Sanders. So there's always a carrot and a stick, and the Dang stick for right, him man. the stick for him was donating to Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Fund. Now, here's the thing is, I forgot about that. But he, you know, that's the integrity he had. Yeah. Like, I'm going to follow through with this. Because I, I was like, why did you? Oh, that's right. That's right. So you need to have that in place. So now we can go deeper and deeper into this. But you need to think right now, if I want to get to the higher level, before I add this stuff, what do I have to remove? What fence do I have to build my, around myself with distractions, temptations, and eliminate the junk? so that it allows you to become that high-performance machine. You know, to that, God, you make such great points, because without eliminating the distractions and the junk, there's no room to add some of the stuff we're going to Very talk good. about, right? Yeah. And so where that's concerned, you talked about your network, and it is Harvard-proven. Your network is your net worth. Your, and I always talk about the 20 points, the 20-point gap, meaning if, if you all of a sudden started to pour into your own self-development more, and I decided to just sit where I am and no longer develop personally, after six months to a year, there's going to be a bigger 20-point gap between us. Both what I mean by that is in IQ and EQ, mm. right? And I found, I don't know if there's any science backing this up, but I found that if you and another person are more than 20 points apart in IQ and EQ, it's literally a disconnect. Like, you ever meet those people and you're like, Oh, yeah, totally. I don't understand. Well, we have friends. Yeah. I mean, we, we spend a day with them every six weeks. And, yeah. And, like, it recharges us. But it's like, man, we, we couldn't do this every day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I, I want to share with you guys this, that you want to start hanging out with people who are 20 points higher than you so that you can start absorbing what they're doing. And so where this is concerned, it's not just the actual physical people, by the way, in the network, which are, like, friends, your family, uh, people you went to high school with, coworkers. But I'm talking now about this, the social yeah. media. Up until about three months ago, I had 449 people that I was following on Instagram. Today, I've got 170 people. Because what I decided to do is I realized this is also my network. It's literally my social network. That's what it's called. And so I said, well, I'm following people, some because out of obligation. They followed me, so I'm following them. Others I was following because I actually was interested in what they were saying, but then they somehow changed their message. Or you changed, and it was like, the message yes. was good for me then, not so That's much That's true. Now. I evolved and changed. Yeah. There's a 20-point spread. There's a 20-point gap. I don't get it anymore. And I, was, and I got a new rule. If I'm scrolling past your shit and I don't like it more than twice, that means I've got to unfriend you. I've got to unfollow you. Yeah. So and I I've, follow nine. nine I saw that. I was at 100 once. And I always check to see if I'm one of them. Right, you are, you are. And, and here's the thing is, if I am not learning from the person, so the people that I follow, I follow religiously. And I just cut two recently, not just because I want to go from 11 down to single digits, although that was a big factor, but it was just, uh, this became more entertainment and distraction right. than learning. So now it's you, it's Cardone, it's Jason Capital, it's my dog, my dog teaching incredible lessons, um, and then a couple of people that don't post. So, so the way that I look at it, in addition to if I don't like it, but there's it, a, hey, hey, listen, there's a little honey on, on there that you're, one of your nine people is this cute little honey. 
And uh, huh. yeah, I, I did a little stalking. <laughs> and, uh, it's something we'll talk about over dinner tonight. There we go. There yeah. we go. So, so the other thing is, if somebody's post caused me any envy, and, and this is on me, right? But if it's like, okay, this is causing me envy or something like that, and it's not enough value, that's another reason to get Bingo. Rid of it. Bingo. And I wanted to talk about that. If it's causing envy, if it's making you feel bad, if it's one of those things where you know that they're constantly posting the best parts of their life. By the way, we all have shitty parts yeah, of yeah, our yeah. life. And it's one of those things where you know it's like, hey, it's, just, it's not making me feel like my best self. Yeah. Unfollow them. If it's making you start to make you feel envy, even though the problem is on you, guess what? To stop feeling envious, you got to unfollow them. If it's, if it's something that doesn't align with your core values anymore, unfollow them. If you go down the path of, yeah, but what if they see and it hurts their feelings or whatever, you can't think that way. Dude, dude, I had a grown man the other week. He goes, listen, I, I live in a small town, like 10,000 people, and, and if people find out that I unfollow, like somebody found out I unfollowed them, and I'm like, okay, if you are being influenced by people who are so butthurt that you have unfollowed them, yeah. like those are the wrong people to hang around. And remember, like two years ago, you didn't even use Instagram. So, like, two years ago, you weren't following anybody. So, right. unfollow them, and if somebody gets upset by it, it doesn't matter, okay? Yeah. You got to move on. You got to move on. So, that, that is incredible, yeah. incredible point. So, we talked about that. Your network is one of the ways to tap into higher levels of success. And I think another way is these three things combined into one, your sleep, your nutrition, and your fitness. Your oh, exercise. absolutely. Let's start with sleep first. Sure. Is, you know, our, our dear friend, Sean Stevenson, not, not, not the three-foot giant who recently died, God bless him, yeah. but Sean Stevenson, who wrote the Sleep Smarter book, talks about you know, waking up and drinking 30 ounces of water. But even before that, shutting down all distractions, just yep. like you, you, you talk about, what I've learned from you and him was not having caffeine past 2 p.m., right. Now, I was that guy that would go, well, look, dude, I'm having dinner. If I'm having steak at 6 or 7 p.m., I'm going to have a Diet Coke with it. Mm -hmm. And I would justify it with caffeine from a Diet Coke is not going to cause enough stimulation for me to stay awake. But it was. And if I'm going to be a fighter jet and if I'm not a civilian, I'm going to the, into the battlefield of business the next morning, I want to make sure that I have no stimulation in my system when I'm sleeping. I want to have no distractions. I don't want to have looked at my phone and seen what other people are doing, trying, talking about, and then shut it down and go to bed, right? Because right? now that's playing on my mind. And so what are some of the key hacks that you use? Like for me, again, it's no, no, no caffeine past 2 p.m., yep. go to sleep by 10 p.m., no phone after 9 p.m. Uh, those are the three big things. And then I do a brain dump right before I turn off my phone. Everything that I'm thinking about that I want to handle tomorrow, yep. I take it out of my brain and I put it on my notes on my iPhone. And I do those four things and I get a better night's sleep. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, you and I on the way over here, we were talking about, I got this Aura Ring thing. You got another app thing. Whoop. And, yeah. And so, basically, the other thing that I think you missed, because you nailed almost everything, is people eating too close to bed. Mm. That I, uh, I was that guy. Yeah. And uh, so... So I can't cook, but sometimes I try and cr uh, cook frozen grapes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Bedros knows the story about how I asked him for help in cooking frozen grapes. And anyway, so I love to eat a big bowl of gra grapes after dinner, but man, it's like drinking a liter of water. So you're getting up in the middle of the night. Sure. So I've like just stuff like that has helped me. But then the other thing, the other thing that people really resist, there's two, actually two things. One is go to bed at the same time every night because our bodies love routine. And I just read this book by a PhD, Matthew Walker. It's called Why We Sleep. And he says basically like the number one thing you could do is go to bed 
and get up at the same time every day. Which is huge because yeah. some people might think, look, what's wrong with sleeping at midnight, waking up at 7 p.m. or 7 a.m. Yeah. or sleeping at 10 p.m. waking up at 5 a.m. It's still seven hours. Yeah, but it's not. The circadian rhythm is right. outlined, right? Right, exactly. And, and that's important. Again, yeah. for a fighter jet, every little minute thing matters. Yeah, and then the other thing is alcohol. And people will say, yeah, but you know, I relax and then I fall asleep better. But here's the thing is you don't get into deep sleep. So you can get eight hours of sleep after you had two glasses of wine and you're gonna wake up and go, man, I'm not, I'm not fresh yeah. because it's not quality sleep. So there's duration of sleep, which is huge, but there's also quality of sleep, which may be even more important in some cases. So yeah. you gotta stop the alcohol at least three hours before bed. And listen, if you're watching this show, you're not watching this show for party hacks. Right. You're, you're, you know, and there, and we're not saying, hey, listen, you know, your your daughter's wedding. Obviously, you can't drink because you got to get. No, listen, you're gonna have champagne. You're gonna you're gonna do that, but that can't be like every night. I gotta have wine. Listen, if you gotta have wine every night to fall asleep, you got other issues that you gotta deal with. In fact, to that point, let me share something here. Today's Halloween, yep. right? That, that we're filming these these uh, episodes, and our friend Tim Grover. Right, Michael Jordan's personal yeah, yeah. trainer, um, um, Kobe Bryant's personal trainer, just put up a post earlier this morning I was watching. He bought giant boxes of M&Ms and Snickers bars. He's like, listen, if you're gonna eat chocolate and you're gonna give away chocolate, you might as well go all in. Because he, he says cleaners yeah. go all in on everything, okay. right? And I loved his post because look, if you're gonna eat chocolate, don't just eat one of those bite-sized pieces. Make today the day that you're eating chocolate and eat a freaking giant box of chocolate of your favorite one, and then tomorrow get back on your routine. Right, I'm a big fan of that. Plus, most entrepreneurs are all or nothing anyway. For sure. Like when we go out to dinner and I know that that's cheat night for me and there's a basket of pretzel bread, I'm eating pretzel bread until you have to roll me out of the restaurant. Right. But the next day I've got it dialed in. Because you've also like, you've gotten your fill. If people just have the little bit, they don't get their fill. Yeah. And that's why it's like yeah. they still have the yeah. bad. So we're certainly not telling anyone like li live a boring life. We're telling you to live a structured life. I've had a better life since I gave up drinking, that's oh, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So to that point, what about nutrition and exercise? Well, then I think it's just consistency. I'm a big believer that every diet works, it's just the person doesn't work. Mm. So find what works for you, stick to it, be consistent with it, and that way you're not bouncing around from thing to thing. And then, I'm, I'm not a big supplement guy, I'm a greens and protein guy. If I have that every day, I'm feeling good. And then with the exercise stuff, Again, it's the same sort of thing. Find what works for you. You gotta get some strength training in there and then just be active. Move your body and then understand that when you're moving your body, you're gonna get great ideas yeah. and you're gonna think better. You're gonna have so much more energy. Just the one thing I will say about this is that especially for entrepreneurs who, and we have so many that are in the fitness space, you probably work out too much and you're probably working out at the wrong time of day. And so what you need to do, and I talk about this all the time, and I catch people, and when they make this change, it's a huge change for them. They're working out first thing in the morning, and unless you absolutely positively have to, like, hey, there's no other time of day I can work out, I challenge you to move that workout to lunchtime at, later in the day because that morning is when you gotta get up in GSD. That's what you do. I love yep. your, your you know, three hours of work, then I go to the gym. And listen, if you're an entrepreneur, you're an empire builder, you get to make the world play by your rules and not the other way around. Now, again, if you like, hey, I got to be in the office at eight just because of the way your business runs. And the only time of day I'm going to train is at five o'clock in the morning. God bless you. Be at it. But if you can control that 
Don't sacrifice your magic time in the morning when you have the greatest dis discipline, willpower, and intention to move ahead on the big projects yeah. so that you can go and work out because you're a workout addict, all right? At some point, you got to draw the line and say, I'm not, you know, I'm 40 years old. I don't need to do another fitness competition. What I need to do is hit that first million dollar in revenue so that, you know, we're not struggling as a family, you know, stuck and struggling. So just make sure you got your priorities straight when it comes to exercise. A lot of people, we got to light a fire under their butt to exercise. Yeah. A lot of people, we got to rein them <laughs> right, in right, on right. the exercise. And so to that point, you nailed it on the exercise. Let me just add a few more bullet points where the nutrition is concerned. Uh, listen, we're talking about tapping into higher levels of success, meaning being able to become your best self, become a better leader, become a better entrepreneur, become a better communicator, become a better decision maker, become a better earner, become a better marketer, become a better salesperson. For those eight things to happen, because those are the eight things that really increase the money, the impact, the significance in your life, you have to be dialed in. And it's like boiling water. Water boils at 211 degrees. One more degree of, of, of boiling and it turns into steam. At 212 degrees, water turns to steam. Now you, you can't boil an egg anymore, you can power a locomotive. One more degree of change, and you can have a significant difference in the outcome. And so where that's concerned, those of you that are waking up and you're eating something full of sugar and carbs, consider going greens and protein first thing in the morning. You're gonna be less foggy headed. You're gonna, be, you're gonna have less blood sugar spikes it's gonna let you perform at a higher level. Think at a higher level, process at a higher level, speak and communicate and decide at a higher level in the morning. Why in the morning? Your biggest decisions, your biggest actions in your business take place in the mornings. That's just a fact. Yeah, now we're going down the rabbit hole because you know we got 20 years of experience of nutrition yeah. and that sort of stuff. So another thing is, very much like you know, too much sugar and carbs in the morning, you get foggy headed. If you go overboard in the caffeine first thing in the morning, mm -hmm. then you become a little anxious, you start making poor decisions because you're just like very overwhelmed. And so research from the United States Army shows that if you take that caffeine in smaller doses over the day, you have greater mental performance. So you gotta be your own walking you know, science experiment. Identifying cause and effect, cause and effect. If I have 100 milligrams of caffeine first thing in the morning, how do I operate over the course of the day? If I have caffeine past three o'clock, what does that do to my sleep? If I eat this, then what? You know, and most people go through life, those low performers go through life, man, every day I'm tired at two o'clock, Bedros. Right. Bedros. Bedros. <laughs> Shout out to Frank Kern. Great, great. And what'd you, what'd you have for lunch? Oh, I go to Burger King every day. All right, well, like, but they go through 40 years of not connecting the dots and connecting the dots is, Elon Musk says, the scientific method of cause and effect is what is really gonna help you make yeah. great observations, great decisions, great insights into your business. It's very much like, hey, if you run this Facebook ad, what response do you get? You gotta look at your body and your mind the same way you look at Brilliant. your Facebook ad. Brilliant, exactly, because if all of a sudden you're eating too much sugar and carbs in the morning and you're yeah. foggy-headed, you can't think straight, or maybe you're eating high-protein, high-greens in the morning, but then you're gonna be a tough guy or tough gal, and you're gonna say, hey, I'm gonna skip lunch, I'm gonna skip snacks, and I'm gonna just burn through and do my work. Well, guess what? Now you have low blood sugar and you're halting. You're hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. I say that all the time. That was best, one of the best lessons. Right? And when you're hungry, angry, lonely, and tired, do you think you're doing your best work? Do you think you're leading the best company? Do you think you're doing your best communication, you're not. So you've got to graze throughout the day on healthy stuff. The bottom line is you're an entrepreneur, you have chosen to be on the battlefield of business, and if you're on the battlefield of business, you must 
use the right ammunition and fuel. You simply cannot be a crop duster. You can't take a crop duster to war, and that's what we're talking about. So we talked about the network. We talked about sleep, nutrition, and exercise. Let's talk about that last component of tapping into the higher levels of success, which I believe is personal development, self-development. Oh, absolutely. Constant, ongoing improvement and sharpening of the sword. Check this out. Check this out. So last weekend, I'm in New Orleans. It's basically it's Halloween weekend. Everybody's partying and everything. I'm speaking to 120 dentists at 7:30 in the morning. My session starts at 7:30 in the morning. So the the guy who runs this mastermind for it's a sleep dentistry mastermind. He hired me back in in February. Put a whole bunch of structure and systems and success into his business. He hired me to come and speak to his 120 dentists. And he goes, you know, before working with you, our sessions started at like 9.30 in the morning. Now we're starting at 7. But they had a Halloween party the night before where he and his wife renewed their vows in like Halloween costumes. Oh, wow. So they were getting in at like 2 o'clock in the morning. They were all in the room Sunday morning. And I spent three hours on the time ownership techniques that I teach. I don't do time management, B. I do time ownership. Time ownership. I ain't renting my time. That's right. I'm owning it. <laughs> You're not a manager. I'm an owner. Right, like right, that. right. So... Those people, though, you could see they were not used to self-development, personal development. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a novel concept to the dentist. And that's it was an amazing three-hour session. I was only supposed to do an hour and a half. But he goes, just keep going, keep going. I wasn't sure. I think he was also tired and didn't want to do his own presentation. Yeah. But it was awesome. And it just shows you, like, those people were, their consciousness was elevated. They had their team members in there. Their team was elevated. They are going to go back. And they are going to now go, holy cow. We thought we were operating at a great level, but there's rings and rings and rings mm -hmm. above it all because of that. And I think one, one thing that I want to tie back to what you were saying before about how you and I, you were using you and I as an example of like if one of us is not progressing, that, that gap will open up. You, it's interesting like how you go and do your personal development, like yours is, is with like the project and that type of stuff. I got my, I choose my own challenges. They're not the same. so. It's not like if you have a business partner, you guys have to be reading the same right. personal development book or this, that, or the other thing. There's tons of ways to grow. you got to find the one that is not a comfortable way to grow. It's got to be a super challenging way to grow. And like for grow example, in discomfort, man. Yeah. That's like I'm going into a room this weekend, a mastermind that I'm in as a client, where there's, I, I would say that of the 100 people in the room, there's probably the revenues of the room are over a billion dollars. Without a doubt. And, and there's people in there with businesses 30 times the size of mine. And, you know, it's a jam-packed weekend. There's not a, there's barely like a single minute from 9 in the morning till 9, no, 11 p.m. at night, three days in a row. That's not accounted for. And I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, there's optional. Oh, my God. Thank goodness. You know, like, uh, but I'm going to force myself through all of it. And that, to me, that's more, that's harder for me to accomplish yep. than to go through the project. Agreed. Agreed. And, and I know you well enough where you need your alone time and that's how you recharge. But the fact that you're willing to put yourself out of your, your comfort zone. And, and to that point, recently I just finished a six-week challenge that I put myself through with jujitsu. Yep. Right? Now, I'm 220 pounds. I'm not the most flexible guy. And jujitsu requires a lot of flexibility. And when you're going six weeks with a black belt, fourth-degree black belt, twice a week, two hours at a time, wow. you, it's like you've been hit by a truck for every day for six weeks. Your body's just in constant sore. My shoulders, my elbows, my knees, my ankles. And there was plenty of times that I was driving to, our, to my gym there where I was doing, getting the training from, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna text Coach Pete and say, hey, I'm busy at the office, I can't make it. That, that inner dialogue begins. The, the bitch and the beast begin to negotiate, right? And I'm like, you know what, dude, you've already paid him in full. Show up, do it, because 10 minutes into it, 
you're gonna be like, I'm glad I showed up. And every single time, 10 minutes into it, I'm glad I showed up. Here's the thing is that with you, the consequences to yourself are high enough before we talked about external consequences. So most people listening, eventually you'll get to the point where the internal consequences are high enough that you won't need to put a thousand dollars to XYZ or something like that. Like you don't need that. Like right. what's a thousand bucks to you anyway? Right. So, but like the paid in full, paying this guy in full, that doesn't matter to you. Like you could still cancel and it wouldn't matter. But what matters is the integrity you have with yourself, which then allows you to build self-confidence, which is so important. So that's exactly really, right. really, really valuable. And to there, the point I was trying to drive home is I remember maybe a, a year or two ago, you were like, hey man, I'm not eating almonds for whatever it was, like right. six months, yeah. a year, whatever. You just and I, and I know how much you love, ch especially chocolate covered almonds. Mm. And so when you really think about the outcome of your personal challenge of just not eating almonds, yeah. whether chocolate covered or not, for a long period of time, or me going through a six week physical challenge where I'm getting beat up, you're right. They're two very different challenges. But the outcome is personal discipline, personal discipline, controlling willpower, controlling willpower, yeah. and then the lessons of wow, removing this out of my life. Here's what I learned. And wow, stepping out of my comfort zone, here's what I learned. Literally the outcome that we both get from you not eating almonds and me going through a six week challenge that's physical is virtually the same. And so it doesn't matter what level of personal development you're doing folks, and this is what I wanna drive home, is you must constantly press yourself against challenges. If you like something a lot, eliminate it out of your diet just to see if you can control that vice. That vice might be chocolate, might be coffee, might be alcohol. Go on a 100-day streak of removing something out of your life, not because you're an alcoholic, not because you're a pretzelholic like I am, but because you want to test your willpower, your discipline, and your integrity to yourself. You want to own it and not let it own exactly. you. Exactly, exactly. And when you do that, like right now, I'm actually converting, I'm going to go 30 days vegan. Wow. Yeah. I love meat. I love a great steak. So after the project ends here next week, and I'm done speaking at your event, I'm going 30 days of vegan. Now, I love meat. I love that stuff. But What I'm, are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm eating vegetables. And I'm grilling up steak for the people that come to my house. Oh. We're having a big party. Well, I mean, your wife is also an amazing cook. She'll make Yeah. But the point of this is not because I got high cholesterol or meat is bad or any of that stuff. Simply because I want to show discipline in my life and then be aligned in integrity. And when you do that, I'm going to come out of that the, day 31 going like, man, these are all the things I learned. And if I could do this here with my diet, imagine what I can do in my business. Yeah. And so the other thing for me is after I read that David Goggins book, I wanted to give myself a super big challenge. And to me, endurance exercise is not a super big challenge. So that's why I started fasting on the first. So I do a 24 hour fast. So I have to go to this mastermind on the very first day of the mastermind is a dinner that starts at six. It ends at 11. That's right. Fasted. Fasted. And having been, and here's the thing is I'm coming in on California time. So it's not like I'm going to be able to sleep till like 10 in the morning in California and then right. be like, oh, it's only like half a day. No, it's like, I'll probably be up at like six in the morning and it basically be a 36 hour fast from dinner to night. Yeah, tell everybody how that works. The, the, the first of every month you start a fast. First of every month. Um, I did try and do it water only, but I realized like I had one day I was, I was literally on the floor because of like no caffeine. I wish you so, would have taken a selfie. So I, so I give myself a little bit of green tea. Good blackmail footage. Yeah, yeah. A, a little bit of green tea, and but that's it. No food from for the 24 hours on the first, but I also go to bed at like, you know, nine o'clock at night, the night before. And then, you know, you're actually not that hungry when you wake up. So it's usually from 9 p.m. on the 30th or 31st until about 
7 a.m. on the 2nd. Yeah. And I have to do that in a room of 100 entrepreneurs at like a black tie dinner. Um, and, and, you know, you're fasted. It's easy when you're at home. Yeah. But you got, I got to be in a good mood. I'm meeting people for the first time. So it, it's, it's going to be a great challenge. But the discipline of that, the willpower required, and the challenge, and how you lean against the side of your comfort zone. It, it's the lessons that are going to be learned. So much growth, man. Yeah. Here's, exactly here's what I can do. Here's yeah. what I can do in those circumstances. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to you to you is you have to put yourself in circumstances where you don't want to do something because you're a huge fan of Navy SEALs. I'm a huge fan of World War II stuff. These are men and women who did stuff in situations where it's like, oh, I could, man, I, can, I can't go and work out unless I have my pre-workout and I have a protein. I, like, listen, these people like spent, you know, spend days in the field with no food, yeah. you know, pooping in their pants. Literally in the trenches. Yeah. Literally yeah. in the trenches. So you gotta, you got to push yourself harder. And that comes to one of the things that I always tell people is that you must understand you are capable of so much more. Yeah. And guys, to that point, if you want to tap into higher levels of success, you have to understand that success comes through adversity. The best wines are made from grapes that have grown in high elevation, in poor water and soil conditions. And those are the grapes that make the best wines. There, there's the universal formulaic process to becoming the best version of yourself. And if you want to achieve that higher level of success, this is what must be done. It's not a, it's not a suggestion, it is a prescription. And so with that said, we really appreciate you watching and listening to this episode. And as you know, this is probably one of your top favorite episodes because we come with so much value. We sell you nothing, but we ask for one thing. And that one thing is to take a screenshot, to leave a comment on, on Stitcher, on iTunes, give us five stars. And I want you to take a screenshot, share it in your social media, tag a few friends who should be listening to the Empire Podcast Show because we are here to help you change, evolve, and become your best selves. We'll see you later.